If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, Redemption Thursday edition. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you so much. Keep it rolling. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Director Matthew, from a distance, is uh, also here in the room, uh, if you will, from a distance. And uh, here we go, man. We are, you know, you know. I've really missed uh, stupid baseball this week because they scheduled this thing a week out. Come on, guys. There were some dead days in here. Well, there's no flexibility with the networks. You've got to uh, fix where it's going to be no matter what. That's what happens now that all these broadcast channels have three different, you know, sport offerings. Yeah. I just, I wanted, uh, you know, last night I was like, man, I'd like to watch a little World Series baseball. Got nothing. Tomorrow night, you Tomorrow get your night it is. Tomorrow night it is. I uh, I do think, and I, well, I'll carry over the conversation from last hour because it, it piqued some interest for some of you and and i i think it's fascinating because it is the future of the sport it's where we're at until there's some uh changes uh, within il we're we're always going to be speculating about what florida state can and can't do and you know what the budget is and, and all that kind of stuff florida state's in a good position right now in il wise they're not ever going to be as i said yesterday on the show um a kingpin the way that say Alabama or Texas A&M or Notre Dame or whomever is that has more money in the coffers but you don't have to be because you're really wrestling over let's say 10 kids you know and and you got to be able to pay those 10 because they're getting offers whatever uh Florida State can do that Florida State can do that and so you and I speculated yesterday about not the overall budget which I I, I think I've got a pretty good handle on now, uh, but really how it would be utilized. And we speculated, and that's all this is, and I think we continue to say that, you know, it's not just about the money you have to give incoming recruits that you're fighting with other universities for, also obviously transfer portal kids, but also roster retention. And and I do know um, that they've thought that through, that a lot of the collectives have thought that through. So. That's good. I mean, it, it is common sense, but you know, this university has not adopted common sense over the last 30 years when it comes to the methods of 
being sure you're organized top to bottom. Now, that's changed in a lot of ways in the last about two years, which is great. That, for example, you have an athletic director who's empowered to make decisions that impact the athletic department mm-hmm. and not a puppet for the president who wants to play athletic director. That's nice. You also have control of the money in terms of the votes. It took us a long time to catch up with the way the, yeah. the modern system works with uh, boosters, alumni, money, and all that. And that outdated system got us to where we were. Right, so right, it, right. it served its purpose, but it was woefully outdated for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear that from the athletic department side, that's the university side, you're buttoned up top to bottom, and it's nice to know that this other collective that has nothing to do with Florida State University has the pie chart plan in place about how to spend it. Yeah. It's not just all in one place with one dude or no, a couple no, no, of guys. No, no, not at all. But you have to remain vigilant, and there will always be arguments within that group about the right way to do things, and I suspect that is the case currently for a group like Rising Spear, where there are people who think it should be one way and those that think it should be another. Of course, if you're being a realist here, this is my opinion. I'm giving you my opinion. If you're be If you're a realist here, when we're talking about big-time money for athletic programs, I'm not talking about softball. I'm not talking about swimming. I Come on now. That money has to be for football. I'm talking about the, the collectives. That money sure. has to go to football. Yeah, I don't know who would disagree with you there. Well, especially you never with, know. There's some people occasionally that just don't see the world the same way, buddy. Well, that's asinine. Of course it is. That's fundamentally. But maybe their background isn't football. You know, you get somebody who's like, eh, I really like basketball or something, you know, and the next well, thing you know. Look, man, I'm all about investing on the university side and good coaches, first of, of all. Of course. And that's what we're doing here. That's what. That's why the offer to Kerkorian was on brand. We will put the best out there to yes, prepare you. Yes, if you're you. winning, yeah. And those people, especially in non-revenue sports, can recruit like crazy because a coach's reputation matters more than an NIL package. There is going to be room for NIL money for more sports when football succeeds. Of that course. would be my number one coda. We'll get to you when this big is, problem is fixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. That whole system, the reason, well, I'm not going to do this because we'd be here for 16 hours. The whole financial collapse over there a while back where you had to bring in a bean counter was because football failed. And they were so dependent uh, the budget was dependent on football. That's why his legacy, uh, Coburn, people pick on it. That's easy. That's low-hanging fruit. That's a tough position. Well, he, when he, you're the he, guy who has to shrink the budget, nobody cannot, likes you. No, you can't win. You come in and you tell coaches instantly they're taking a pay cut. Right. That, good luck, buddy. They hate your ass. Right. Yeah, that's just a thankless job. So I, I always lay off in that regard. But, yes, he had to be there for a reason. You had to balance things around. Right. So you you that has to be, as I say – football has to be operating at peak efficiency for all this other stuff to work, to have a chance. Think of all the changes they want to make. Think of all the things they want to build and do differently. All of the you got to win. Right. You, you, want, got, you got to win in football, period. You want a new baseball stadium? Win in football. You want you know facilities for training for soccer or softball? Win in football. I can tell you this from having spoken to them. Nobody is a bigger fan of the football program than the other coaches of the other athletic programs. Yeah, they get it. They, those coaches, yeah. to a man or woman, will tell you they're huge football fans. They are sitting around on Saturday just like you and me, really rooting for right. Mike to right. get this done. It's almost like they're the hotel industry or the hospitality industry in the uh, city of Tallahassee. Yes. Keep winning. Keep winning. 
they could be grads of anywhere. You know, if you're, oh, if you're a, a general manager of a hotel here in Tallahassee, you could be an Auburn grad. And you say, come on, Knowles. Oh, if you own a restaurant, a hotel, any business that uh, obviously does well with an influx of people to your city, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you'd like that team to be kicking ass, even if secretly you resent the hell out of them. And that's true, I think. Again, my opinion of coaches on the uh, at the university level. I mean, there's probably plenty of coaches over there that don't like that football gets the lion's share of the budget and all this other stuff. But they know damn well you can't bite the hand that feeds you, right. so you got to have that program winning. And I'm sure they resent football when they get the budget and they do nothing with it, like the past five or six years. Oh, I could buddy. see where that would oh, be. Buddy. A Saturday would be rough. I for... have been on the other end of that phone call <laughs> too many times to listen to. It's hilarious to listen to coaches. Boy, what a waste. What a waste. Oh, buddy, yeah. I, I wish I could record them and then make them anonymous. Like change the voice so you could just hear what the coach had to say but not identify them because you would crack up. I mean, I've had in-depth conversations where I'm trying not to laugh listening to the vitriol. I hate Jimbo. <laughs> Son of a bitch loses again this weekend. I'm going to beat his ass. Willie sucks. Just like Jimbo did at the end. Click. Where's my money? <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they all get it, man. They need Florida State to win and win big. Marcus writes, the most disappointing part of this season is we never got to answer what you know about Bless Harris. Woo! Go Phils slash birds director dollars hashtag. Uh, thanks, Marcus. Uh, I will not give that money to Matthew. Now, uh, I will say... <laughs> Uh, that in terms of coaches and wanting Florida State to succeed, they you know they, they have coaches meetings with the university. They all have to sit in the same room. Yeah. And I would give anything to be a fly on the wall when things are going well or poorly. Either one. They've got to be okay right now. Like you know, in terms they like of Mike. You know, remember the old NCAA football games and you would have the graphic of the cartoon football smiling or angry or yeah, frowning yeah. based upon what the recruit thinks of your pitch? They're probably neutral to a to a slight wry grin on that football scale right now. The other coaches. Like, okay. They're like, okay. Yeah. All right. All well, right. you know, coaches, could work. coaches tend to look at, because obviously they're coaches that, themselves, they don't look at the product on the field the way that we look at the product on the field. Like You and I are looking at execution, game plan, strategy, all that stuff, right? They're looking at the leadership and the organization. They want to see, hey, does this guy have what it takes to be a leader and get this thing moving as a program in the right direction? You're going to win some games. You're going to lose some games. Players make mistakes. They're played by humans. It happens. Da, da, da. But they're going, to, they're, they're going to watch that and say, he doesn't get it. Or they're going to go, okay, all right. That, that, I see you working right there. That's That's how you do that. And it's fascinating how quickly they come to that conclusion. It doesn't take much. It's a meeting or two followed by a couple of games, followed by I'm talking to this person, and they're going, you know your boy's done. He's five games in? No, no, it ain't going to get better. What? Like that kind of conversation happens? Or really like what I'm seeing there. Really, they're going to be all right. Yeah, they've got a process. They got Yeah, yeah. Like they're all looking at that kind of stuff. Uh, Renegade Road Apples writes, do you think the – by the way, I'm going to the exhibition game tonight, FSU basketball tonight. Right. I'll be there. Tippity tip. Yeah, let's go. Excited about basketball. 
Uh, he writes, do you think the FSU basketball team COVID year could have won the national title? I do. I think they could have, yes. They would have been, to me, a betting favorite, top two or three. Yeah, I, they, I'm not going to tell you they would have won, but if you're asking if they could have won, yeah. Yeah, they could have won. They could have won it. I thought that, well, first of all, remember, they were going to play over in Tampa, right? They were going to go like cruise through to the Sweet 16. To win a national title, and you're going to say no, duh, you have to be a Final Four caliber team. Elite Eight at the very least, right? Maybe th- right. Th- Then it's about matchups. As in it wouldn't be a shock. You know, a lot of teams can make the Final Four, and you'd say, oh, but my you can't win God. It. They, they can't may- win it, yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it's very rare. You have to look at a team and say that, that the talent is Final Four-level talent or the depth or whatever that might the be. The way they finished the Louisville game that year with the pack stands and the way that they took Louisville's soul oh, out of their chess cabinets yeah. was the message to the to the country saying, oh, yeah, this wasn't a hot streak earlier in the year. This is who we are, and that was thought to be a Final Four team. They're not. We are. The, the other part about that is they had – it wasn't just that they were very talented and deep and all those things, but they had the right guys at the right position. Uh, you know, we you, you go back and think about what Trent was. You think about those guys. Those guys were – I mean, they were dudes. And Patrick those, Williams was oh, only getting better. Every game. By the minute. I mean, they were nasty. They had some ruggedness to them. They were strong. They were physically strong. And they had, I always talk about this, and I always have to do so delicately because of phrasing and being on the air here. Um, I don't want to break FCC rules, but you got to have some dudes that have some MF in them, and, and that team had three or four at key positions that had that in them. They were willing to take on the role, the leadership, and they had the, the, the game, but they also had that. That other thing. That's why last year was so disappointing. Yeah, they didn't have, nobody had it. You could lose but still have the mentality, mm-hmm. and I'll be okay with it. They didn't have that mentality for long stretches last year. They didn't even, I mean, that is insulting. Oh, it was frustrating. To previous years of this program, many years in the past 15 of this program. A lot of them weren't, ju- they just weren't good enough. Remember the transition when they went from junkyard dog to one and done type players? They couldn't play defense for a couple of seasons. I mean, they were horrible, horrible. But it wasn't because they were soft. And you could question that last year, and that's got to change this season. Got to. Going to the exhibition game tonight, There you Tom. go. That's right. I'm going to get a good look as, as to whether or not I see some of that toughness of which you speak, or lack thereof. Kind of hard to deduce from an exhibition game, but all right, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'm excited uh, for the season to begin. I'm going to go to most of the games, if not all, that I can. So that, that, that'll be great. Uh, I'm not going to steal the earmarked funds. And I did forget Tom's birthday temporarily this week. I did. What are people in the chat piling on? Riley wrote, uh, forgets his birthday, steals earmarked donations, some friend. Should run for the Senate. Tom and I don't, <laughs> Tom and I don't make a big deal out of our birthdays. So it just it didn't. I knew it was this month, and I knew I even knew the day, but it didn't occur to me until I laid my head wait, on the pillow late minute, at night. Wait a minute, I don't make a big deal out of my birthday. I don't make a big. I jokingly make a big deal about my birthday on the show. It still serves a purpose, though. Everybody in the world who listens to the show will know what your birthday is because they get a two month warning, a yeah, five week warning. Yeah, no, it's four- in June, June eleventh, <laughs> uh, to be exact. But but no, I don't. In my household, I get the shaft, man. Nobody gets me nothing. 
I'm Mr. Gift Giver over here to everybody in the house. This guy gets nothing. A whole lot of thanks, Dad. Never me saying thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. That's it. Pat on the back. I feel like half the time I go home, I kind of I want to sneak in because I don't want to get hit with the we need this or can I have this five seconds after walking through the door. Because that, that's what it is. I need new shoes. Can I get this? Are we going to go get some ice cream tonight? Did you ever have a problem with getting your parents gifts and and they didn't like them and you thought they were the best gift in the world or they just dismissed them or never used them? They didn't show a proper reverence for the gift? Well, for example, <laughs> I've gotten things from my parents over the years that I feel are the most sentimental, sometimes expensive, sometimes not. Right. But like really, just home run gifts. Thoughtful. Yeah. And they're in the closet underneath the stairs within, you know, months. And then I'll get my mom something ridiculous. You're like, like I have no idea. I'm going to get her a tea kettle. She has tea every morning. And she weeps when she opens the box and says, a new tea kettle. That's all I've ever wanted. It's very frustrating. Did you ever have that problem as a kid? Yeah, I or did. Or an adult yeah. still getting <laughs> gifts for you folks? Yeah. No, I, I don't have as big a problem anymore. I'm very pragmatic. I'm a practical gift giver. I don't, it's not a lot of guesswork for yours truly. Uh, now that's unromantic, but you're guaranteed not to screw it up. If you say, what would you like for your birthday? Yeah. And they say, I'd like a new driver for my golf bag. And I get you a new driver. You can't be like, freaking Jeff. No, no, no. That's true. Rolled in here and got me a new driver. My parents would never communicate though. One time they did. My dad said, I'd like a shoehorn. One with the handle that you could actually use from <laughs> knee height. Yeah, yeah. 1857. Here, Dad, well, I got you a shoehorn and a spittoon. Because he has <laughs> all these wingtip shoes, all these wingtips that are really tight to the foot. And he wanted one with a handle so he didn't have to bend down. Oh, and good so I got God. it for him. And he was like, hey, a shoehorn. I'm like, yeah, you told me. Yeah. yeah. See? You can't go wrong. You got him a shoehorn. Yeah. I, <laughs> my dad has more Florida State gear than any human being should ever have. He never, he never gets rid of it? No. And not only that, he'll buy a shirt that looks just like another shirt that he has. And so it cracks me up because I'll say, Dad, what do you want for your birthday? His birthday's in May. What do you want for your birthday? I don't know. Maybe a Florida State shirt? You have 750 Florida State shirts. But they make new ones every year. And I, I want, I'm like, oh, my God. Really? You want that? He should have little tabs in his closet with years. So he's like, all right, it's been the, let's go with we're the 30th go, anniversary. Go 87 here. Yeah, this yeah. Is a good year. 87 was good. Yeah. 35th anniversary of this one. <laughs> Look at this beauty. No, it's it's hilarious. And and then he's got 16, if you go to his house, he's got 16 different Florida State coffee cups. Just one nice one will suffice, Pops. Like in my house, I have two Florida State cups, one for me and Christy. And then I have an East Tennessee State cup, obviously. And then I have a whole bunch of just regular coffee cups. Yeah, everybody has their favorite coffee cup. We all know our favorite coffee cup. Yeah, I've got my favorite. something about the coffee cup that you love. I've got a, a water cup that I like. Yeah. It has to be a large cup. I don't want to keep going back no, to the kitchen. No, nobody got time for that. It's got to be a large one. Gordo's cup. Big old Gordo's cup. Yeah, it's always in the rotation. It's always and in the, the rotation. And the Bumpus cup. Yep. Got to have it, right? It's almost like they have the same yeah. owner. <laughs> but my dad has 16 different freaking uh, Florida State coffee cups. My dad, 
well, they're just so they're good. They're they're great. I'm like they're coffee cups. I want one sort of regal, classy, subtle Florida State cup. That's all I need. My cup is garnet. Yep. And it's got a spear. Okay. It's gorgeous. I would have thought you maybe would have the mug with the torches on it. You know, the great seal of the universe. I like that. I like. That. I have that shirt. Mm-hmm. Didn't need to double down with the cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to coordinate. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Short segment here. Florida man in Texas writes, don't hate on the FSU collection slash closet. How else will Tom find items for his retro game day outfits? Woo! Uh, I, don't have, I don't have that many of those. I just have the short sleeve starter jacket. I've got a puffy one that I haven't broken out yet. It's not cold enough. Exactly. I've got a puffy all-time great Tampa Bay Buccaneers creamsicle starter jacket. That Oh, man. It's so gorgeous. It's just never cold enough. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. That first day, I'm wearing that sucker. I'm going to wear it on the air. It's just beautiful. You should. I will. All right. You're taking it. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Really quickly, these were the picks last hour for those that missed. Yes, I've owned the fact that I've been awful this year. We're breaking out. Just like we did, like, I don't know if that was three weeks ago, whatever it was, when we went 8-2 and two, or 9-2. and two. Actually, I did 11 games that day. But it's been garbage. It's been hot garbage. I'm with you, man. You guys are right to say, hey, stay away from Cameron. He is a mess right now with these picks. I'm owning it. But we're breaking out this week. Bet all the money you have on these 10. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. East Carolina plus three versus BYU. Pizza money going on East Carolina as well for the money line. TCU minus seven and a half against West Virginia. Boat race. Notre Dame plus two and a half against Syracuse. Notre Dame wins outright. Spreak on pizza money on the money line. Oklahoma minus one against Iowa State. Miami minus two against Virginia. Me and Briley have a bet on that. Wake Forest minus three and a half against Louisville. Cincinnati plus two versus UCF. I don't believe in UCF, which means they'll win by three touchdowns. Navy minus 13 and a half against Temple. There it is. Yes, sir. RS is in the jackpot now. Okay. Uh, well done. This is our concern, dude. Michigan State plus 23 against Michigan. Too many points. Michigan wins by 21. Tom and I have a bet on that. North Carolina minus three against Pitt. And those are your games. Brought to you by Metro Deli. I don't see why not. That's right. Free beer while supplies last on November 12th for the 20th anniversary party. Way to go, Metro Deli. Damn right. I also like uh, some other games out there in my real life. I, I like, uh, I do think, what do you think? You know, I, I didn't bet this one. Bucks plus one tonight? Can you imagine the beatdown they're going to take tonight? They're beleaguered. 
injured. This is a not good. All you want to know kind of game right here. All you want to know about how things are going. Kind of curious to see. I'll I'll be at the exhibition basketball game for FSU. So when I get in the car, I know that the phone could tell me the score while right, I'm in the right. game. But ten three. Yeah. It's gonna be ten three. Bucks. I don't know. I don't know. That defense is going to have to take some pride here. Come on now. you got no members of your secondary left, though. It's ridiculous. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It's going to be an ugly day. But I'm not touching it. Thursday night football is freaky deaky. You never really know with the NFL on Thursday night. Can't even find it anymore. It's, it's very weird, right? Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. But what we're going to do next, and this I told you it was a brief segment because I prattled on too long in the first one. We're going to collaborate with my friends at ISF, and we're going to solve for Florida State's future. That's what we do. You guys are going to help us on this. Tom and I are going to get together during the commercial break, huddle up, and figure out our game plan here, Tom. The collaboration. People can't see it, but I just did the huddle sign. That's right. There you go, guys. Yeah. It's Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchat TV. And here we go. So weird that this is, we talk about this all the time, Tom, but when you hear those old, old, old Metallica songs, you realize how at that time, well, I do especially, at that time, you're like, man, nobody plays this fast. I mean, Slayer did, but but you're like, holy moly. But now it doesn't even sound fast. It doesn't, but it's 40 years ago, and it still plays. Yeah. And I don't think that's, you know, old man on get off my lawn talking. That legit just still Still works. It works. A lot of things don't, too, especially even uh, there are are things, and you know I'm a big music guy, so I'll go back and intentionally try to rediscover certain things like movements and music that I found fascinating while they happened. So I, you could you could do it with rap. Obviously, I was around for that to see that happen. That's how old I am. I know, but I remember like being in middle school and friends discovering different things from New York, and saying like, "Hey, my cousin lives in New York. He sent me this tape. This is Kumo D or whatever, right?" And mm-hmm, then you would listen right. to that and be like, "Oh man, that's I'm not that's new. It was always something new." And that's true of like speed metal, yep, and all these different genres that were born. And sometimes you go back and you listen to those things and you're like, eh, that didn't really work. It was very of the moment. Like, all the 80s were overproduced, for example. But not in that, but not in that genre, oddly enough. Because it doesn't necessarily need to be. Like, when, when Metallica had to circle back and become what they originally were, who did they go to? Rick Rubin. What's Rick Rubin's forte? He strips everything down. Right. If you had to toss, see, this is something I learned when I first got satellite radio, which uh, a buddy of mine does a show on it. I don't know who, but he has a show on satellite radio. Um, yeah. I think it might be on the Golf Channel. Yeah, maybe. When Guy's probably cool. They used to have all the decades on the first 10 channels, mm. 40s, 50s, mm. whatever, and they started to siphon those off because they realized nobody's listening to 40s on 4. I was. Uh, I was, too, and my grandmother loves it. Yeah, 40s Junction. <laughs> I still listen <laughs> yeah, to that yeah, like yeah. crazy. Yeah. So if you had to toss two decades out, just two them out from the 40s to the 80s. What would you toss out? You can't listen to it anymore. Ooh, I don't like this game. Right. Because 50s. The answer is 50s. That's interesting because I think the answer is actually, and you have two, so you, you got to choose two. I think the 60s is actually pretty weak. The 60s, yeah, when but you, you talk about a music the, revolution, though. There is, there's something that's happening that, that pays off in the 70s much better. Yeah. 
But the, it's an the, interesting debate. The '60s is kind of weak. Well, okay, so it's uh, we, we we'd have to do a different show. Okay, all right. and I'd like to have this discussion with you. It's fun, um, really fun for me. Keeping the '40s, 100. percent I'm keeping the '40s. Yeah, I'm telling the '50s get the hell up out of here. '50s is close. Fake rock nonsense. <laughs> here, here we go. Now it does spawn something great. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all together anyway. Also, that's why that's why getting rid of all of it's tough. The country in the fifties, though. That's right, that's, right, 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 right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we're solving for the future with my friends at ISF. You're going to help us do this. I'm going to do this two ways. First of all, and ISF understands that uh, we talk about the collaborative nature um, that ISF uh, uses and and what they are as a company. They're an IT and strategy firm. They've been doing this for over 40 years. They're here in Tallahassee, but they, they do projects all over the country. They help uh, you know, state government do amazing things. They modernize the technologies. It becomes a much more uh, efficient process. So if you guys are listening to this show, maybe you work in state government, and you think, man, well, I'm on a project right now that is filled with nonsense. We could streamline this much easier if we knew the right things to do. ISF will come in and help you with that. And they'll do so by working with you, not just tell you how to do this, but work with you, whatever your vision is and, and what your goals are and, and how to achieve that efficiently. So there's two things here. I want to ask you a question because this is the kind of thing I think you you would know about. You know, we all have friends that we're like, I'm going to ask Jerry. Jerry would know this. I'm going to ask Tom. He would know this. I'm going to ask Jeff. He would know this. Like, this is how we do Jack Nicholas is safe for at least another year, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you ready? Here, here's here's what I'm going to ask you. Why do so many people have... Um, no, James, we're not doing this. I'm not getting rid of the 60s. That was Tom. And the 50s, I think, become very, very dry, and I'll explain at a different time. I get that it's the catalyst. Yeah. All music's connected together anyhow. I'm not ditching the 50s either, so... Well, yeah. I, I'm dying. But anyhow, we'll get back to this. Why is it, and this isn't solving anything, but it may help some of the folks that I see in the chat frustrated, why is it that for some people, when they watch the NFL on Amazon, they don't get a clear picture? I, mine is in perfect oh, 4K. Yeah. It looks beautiful. I've never had a problem at all. But I got a call from the owner of Gordo's who said, hey, man, I'm trying to watch this game. Are you having problems with lag? Are you having problems with the yep. clarity of the picture? I'm like, no, it's humming along, it's perfect, and it looks beautiful. But now I see other people say that they have a problem all the time. What's going on? It is, I think, dumb luck is the best thing I can say because it, I've, I've done – I know, I know. But the first week, it was awful for me on Prime. Not me. Couldn't watch it, period. I didn't have any problem. I went to Twitch, which carries the, the whole feed, and it's legally. I'm going to sneeze. I'm trying to fight it off. Uh, hang and I'm doing a good job. And Twitch was perfect. It looked like it was 4K. I was like, wow, okay, so Twitch that's is what, the play. That's what my Amazon looks like. So the next week, and these games got so bad, I haven't checked in in multiple weeks. So I don't yeah, know. The games have been terrible, yeah. Uh, the next week I went to Twitch, and I it couldn't even sustain for 10 seconds without glitching. And I went to Prime, and Prime worked. And then I looked on social media to these national media types, like the the Marshan guy or John Oran. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and By people, the way, he couldn't be more annoying, but go ahead. Which one? Oran. Yeah. Oh. I think Deitch is the most annoying of the three. They're all very, very annoying. But anyway. Richard tries to tell too much about what he aspires. They serve a purpose. Right, yeah. But, uh, yes. but what they do is they are you know, the lightning rod for people's problems with sports media. So I'm wondering. And there's no rhyme or reason. 
there is no rhyme or reason to who gets it clear and, and who doesn't. It's not a part of the country. It's not an internet provider. It's not about upload-download speeds. I checked it, too. I went to other streaming services the first time it was a problem. They all worked. So there really is no good answer at this point. That's just weird. I thought you'd know, Tom. It's not good enough. It's, it's not, not good, good enough, enough, period. That's not the answer I so wanted. So that's, that's on Amazon. I give you a better answer. It's on Amazon. I got no problems. I flip over there. It is perfect. It's clearer than my other ones. I don't know why. Like it's well, you know why? Simpler. Maybe it's about the amount of people that log on. And these last couple of weeks, you might be one of fifteen people <laughs> within you know a hundred well, mile radius. Well, there'll be a lot of people logging on tonight in the there state of Florida. Be. Yep, yep. So we'll see. All right. So Tom and I asked this question. I'm asking you guys in the chat as part of our solving for the future with my friends at ISF. Uh, my question is, who is going to be the face? of Florida State football these five games, over the next five games. Who's the reason that we go 5-0 and or 4-1? and Who's the player? Is it Fabian Lovett? Is Fabian Lovett's return the key, oddly enough, in coverage? You know where I'm going. Sure. Yeah. Winning first down more consistently, putting people behind the chains in second and third and obvious and then the secondary plays better. Yeah, well, I'd say creating mismatches for other defensive linemen. Of which course, in turn, that's true. Turns the pass rush loose, all of it. The quarterback has less time to throw the ball. So if that's the case, yeah, would we will we credit Fabian or will we be watching Jared Verse amass seven sacks in the next five games, eight yeah. sacks in the next five games? You know, I'd be inclined to say Jared Verse would be the face of this whole thing because he is outlandishly funny at times. <laughs> He's so about. I mean, he, he shows up and works hard, so I don't mind it. But yeah. he, he is he's flamboyant. He'll talk to you. He will. Now, he's also a Noel. He's not an all-about-me guy. No, no, no. I'm not saying but, he's selfish. No, no, no. Because that's different. You know, there are guys who call attention to themselves, and there are guys who are selfish. Very big difference there. Mm -hmm. The thing that's holding me back from saying verse, though, is... Tony goes with Benson, by the way. I want to explore that in a second. He's come up lame the last couple of games. Yeah. So yeah. Is, yeah. how much is he playing through here? So it's hard for me to just put all the eggs in that basket. If he was... 100% healthy and flying around, I'd say Jared Verse is a real good candidate because those plays, like Jermaine Johnson was ripped and, and, and not allowed to have a signature Florida State moment with the strip sack and fumble recovery for a touchdown against Clemson on the road. That should be a moment that we talk about in the lore of that rivalry. It was but because awesome. you couldn't close the door mm -hmm. with four minutes to go, we're not talking about that. And it will be a, oh my God, remember that play? That's what that will be instead of, Jermaine Johnson on the road, 2021. What a finish. Verse could have moments like that down this stretch if he's healthy. But he's got to show that. We may be out thinking the room. It could just be Jordan Travis. A lot of people are saying Jordan Travis in the chat. And, uh, yeah, if he plays really well, it will be the quarterback because that's who gets the attention anyhow. So if we win and we go 5-0, and it means he's playing well. I mean, he has to. He can't be out there, you know, playing poorly and have us go five and zero. Oh, we won't. It's just such a hard deal. So last year for the site for Warchant.com, I did little features on Friday mornings where I'd do prize picks. I'd release the picks for Florida State's yeah. game, and yeah. you know, I'd pick between three and five. And it was so much easier to break down overs and unders for Florida State and their opponents mm -hmm. because you had a healthy defensive line, so you knew what you were getting there. And then also on offense, you only had two or three playmakers, and none of them were wide receivers. They no. were all—it's the quarterback or the running, running back. Running back, quarterback. 
So the reason I say that is it's really hard on offense in a given week for FSU to, to figure on who is going to be the guy. It could be Trey Benson one week. It could be Toa Feely. It could be Jordan Travis. It could be Johnny Wilson. It could be Kentron. It could be somebody from the top rope where you go, oh, my God. Uh, Pokey Wilson had 100 yards against LSU. Darion Williamson had right. 90 yards against he Boston was College. Until he got hurt, yeah. It's hard to pick who's going to be the guy on offense every week. So I feel like on defense, you have fewer candidates. It might be an easier play. It's fun. It's fun to talk about because it is. It assumes that we're winning games. You know, if you went the other way and had us go one and four in the next five games or two and three, I would tell you the face of that kind of poor play. Could also be Jordan Travis, or it could be Akeem Dent. Right, right, yeah. Because, you know, what is it you say you do here? All right, who's a, an unexpected player that could potentially be a key figure in the next five weeks? Unexpected? Any... Yeah. Or somebody who hasn't been a guy yet. So, for example, Johnny Wilson could not be a pick. But Malik McClain might could. I wouldn't know. No, I'm just it's gotta be a player like that. Right, 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 right. Uh hmm. No, I it's not fair because we've seen Benson have really good games. I would say Benson could be Shaheem Brown, could be Azarie. Well, that's who I was gonna say. If you want a surprise pick, it's that they start playing Azarie more. He gets comfortable and then allows the athleticism to shine because he knows where he's supposed to be. And if that happens, then we're going to see a serious upgrade at the corner position because we don't have good corners. Renato Green's played well, but he can't be your best corner. And unfortunately, right now he is. And that's not a knock on you, Renato. You've no. done everything we've asked of you, and you've been pretty good. But he can't be our best corner if we're a good football team. Yeah, with with 13, it's un- and I'm talking defense 13, it's until further notice. I don't trust you. Don't be on the field. I'd rather yeah. somebody else play on the field. I'd rather Jerry on Jones play at this point because I, I believe he's going to be more consistent in what he is. Yeah. Now, Azaria, I will take the peaks and the valleys. He made a tackle on the open yeah. field, and you're not allowed to bring to the ground. But he made a tackle on the open field in practice on Tuesday where you just go, who else is doing that? Yeah, well, I'd like to see him play this weekend. I mean, he's got a chance. I think you'll see him this weekend, and I know you'll see him this weekend, but I don't know how much. And then also, uh, Armella, it would be interesting to see if they get him out there, if we're in a good place if this it's, game. If it's not this weekend, then it's not going to be. You know, you'll yeah, see him against okay. Louisiana, and that's that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. ISF, there are partners on this show. They sponsor the segment Solving for the Future. We really enjoy working with them. And ISF helps states governments, uh, state governments solve for the future through strategy, process, technology. Those are three very key components, and your strategy sets the bar for long-term success and focus, priorities, all that stuff. They come in and help you. They're very collaborative. Uh, find out more, ISF.com. It's Jeff Cameron Show. Come back, wrap it up momentarily. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mm-hmm. 
Chef Cameron Show wrapping it up. And before we do, let me just say this. Pre-game, post-game, no game at all. Anytime is the right time for Zaxby's Platters. Just as long as you're hungry, feed your team with your choice of traditional or buffalo fingers, boneless or traditional wings. If you're having trouble deciding, get best of both worlds with a sampler platter. Don't forget uh, that world-famous Zaxby's sauce, which is delicious. Satisfy your chicken craving with Zaxby's Platters. Order online or in the app. Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. Go Knowles. Segue nicely to our friends at uh, Tallulah, uh, who uh, sponsor this final segment, and I thank them for that. Tomorrow I'll actually get to do a Probables. Not today, but I will say I have soaked. I floated in the pod. I did it. I was floating all over the place. I may, and you guys are going to probably take this the wrong way, I may buy some of their mushrooms. You see, that's part of the logo now. It is. They got a lot yeah. of mushrooms. I want to that, try out the mushrooms. I don't know. I don't like mushrooms even on normal food. I do. I like mushrooms. But it's not that kind of, you know, you're not you know, like, ooh, this is delectable. It's, right. it's not that. Right. Yeah. I may swing by Tallulah today. I might do it. I would do it. I may get uh, one of the... Uh, uh, the kava juices. They're delicious. I can't say this enough. Go in there and get a juice. It's not going to make you high. It's not that kind of, It's a plant extract. It's delicious. They tap into the vein of the leaf of the plant, and then it's got some properties that make you feel, I don't know, kind of glowy. It's got some properties that make you feel, <laughs> I don't know, kind of glowy. Yeah. That's a good bumper sticker right it's there. It's true. I love it. They're delicious. And I'm going to get a juice. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Libations Friday, Shroom Saturday, Garrett. That's its own kind of live show there, Garrett. Yeah, that's a different show. We'll we'll give you a notice. Uh, it won't be on the War Champ Podcast Network. It'll be something different. Tom and I will be like, hey, oh, join man. us now. Yeah, that's that's your own that's your own venture. Bridge <laughs> <laughs> too far. Oh uh, well, we can't talk about these things on the show. Hey, it's legal stuff. I'm not talking about illegal stuff here. I'm not. Do you like the picks? You took issue. You took umbrage with one of them. Yeah, I think Michigan at this point looks to be that team. You know, yeah, they've covered. Good. They've covered every week, every week this season. Yeah, they ended up. Are and you that's, sure about that? Yeah, uh, by the Monday or the Tuesday lines. You know, not oh, okay. maybe not a yeah, kickoff. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, not a kickoff, yeah. but but uh, the early lines. They, they disappointed me against Maryland, so I was going to say I don't think they have. They didn't cover against Maryland. No, remember they won. Um, they might have against the the opening line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is. They, um, they're good. They're physical. And yeah, their run game is fun to watch. Exactly. That's the thing. And and I don't know that Michigan State can do much about it. And this is a game since it's a rivalry game. If you can be in the position to blow out your rival, you will blow out your rival. You should blow out your rival any chance you get. And uh, you may be right on that one. I just I think Michigan State's going to be game enough to fight. Uh, I don't love them. I don't well, love them. For example, we've seen over the years a lot of maybe Alabama Mississippi State games where the number is <laughs> one twenty to fifteen. Right. Well, no, it, no, the, 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 that's the, the number. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then there are other ones where Alabama plays insert team name here, and you say, well, Nick's going to call off the dogs after the first half. So either bet Alabama first half, right? We've been doing that, a lot. or bet against the tide on the game. And that's true. It bears out. Nick will call off the dogs. The, Harbaugh's not doing that. On Saturday, if he's got a chance, he's going to fifty if he can do it. I would think. I would think. Um, 
And it'll be interesting to see if they do that because Michigan traditionally really hasn't been able to do that under Harbaugh. They haven't really been able to go run and hide against a decent team. And Michigan State's not good this year. They're not. They're not. I pointed that out early in the year. I'm like, guys, that's not the same team. 23 with two teams that want to run the ball, shortening the game. It just seemed like a big number, and so I went that route. Could be right. 45 and a half your total for tonight, Ravens Buccaneers. You going over or under, Tom Lang? That feels like an under. It feels like an under to me too, buddy. The Ravens have a problem in the red zone. The Bucks have a problem scoring points of any kind. The only thing that could happen that would short circuit that is that the Buccaneers being completely out of members of their secondary get torched downfield. Which is Distinctly possible, and another reason that I'm not going to bet the game. I will tell you that what wasn't on my board here is a game that I will take. I do think I'm going to take Florida at plus 23 against Georgia. Interesting. 23 points. They're coming off a bye. So is Georgia. They'll, I, I'm saying you can you can come up with, I don't know, 21 points, 17 points? Probably so. And Georgia has played down to its competition. Correct. And that's what they That's a could huge do number if Anthony Richardson just breaks off two long runs, which he, if he's healthy, he does. I, I don't feel as good about that. At first blush, I thought, mm-mm, I like the other side. I like Georgia. But there's no conviction behind that feeling. Mm-hmm. Michigan, there's some conviction. Well, that's why we bet it. That's right. What are we betting, tall boys? Tall boys. Always. In honor of the great Matt Millar, we're going to bet tall boys indeed. It's a living memorial. By the way, I also like the 49ers this weekend over the Rams. Just an aside. They own them, and it's a point. I'm like, okay, that's it. Yeah, oh, I would have thought that'd be three yeah. and a half. Well, when I when I bet it, it was a point. Okay. So yeah, it, it may move, um, but I think that's uh, yeah, it's it, it, this will be fun. Tom says I'm crazy. Mm-mm. You're crazy. So how about you parlay the uh, the the plus twenty threes? There you go, the plus twenty three Cameron parlay on a Saturday. I gotta sit down and uh, come up with a good money line parlay for this weekend. I'll tell everybody about that maybe uh, tomorrow. Libations Friday show. I'll probably do it then. But uh, we will, by the way, have a happy hour show uh, tomorrow. That's right. And CP five thirty p.m. That's right. We will be there. And then, of course, what time are we? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock at, at Hotel Indigo. The Mimosas, bar. Everybody. The bar opens at nine thirty. So if you don't want to set up a tailgate, and who does at that hour? Five dollar Moses, eight dollar Bloodies, and they pour them good. Trust me. Good times. Good times. We will be there. One day closer, guys. Hang in there. Tomorrow's a libations Friday, and then we're playing football. Good times. Good work out of you, sir. Thank you, Director Matthew. Thanks to all of you, as always. Be well. Have a great rest of the day.